of the Black in Fashion podcast. Of course, you guys know we can't start any podcast without acknowledging all of our amazing sponsors. This episode is sponsored by the Alumni Group. The Alumni Group hosts the dopest brunches and day parties, happy hours, and international trips for black professionals in NYC and in LA. Founded by... Lanisa's future husband, the alumni group, brings together NYC's dopest people to network and twerk at the same damn time over dope beats and bottomless mimosas. They're planning a trip to Negril, Jamaica this December, so it makes sense for you guys to book ASAP, follow the alumni group. That is funny. I did not know he had Lanisa's future husband in that. <laughs> <laughs> it's sponsored by Freddie Napoleon. Okay. That's funny. I should go back and read stuff before people send it to me. That's hilarious. And then this episode is also sponsored by Chase Jackson Accounting. Um, you need, if you need help with your finances, you can check them out. Um, if you need help with your small businesses, uh, business formation and accounting services, you can check them out at chasejacksonaccounting at gmail.com. So today I am joined by a very, very special guest, yes. Miss Brittany. I don't know if I should say your government. <laughs> That's fine. Brittany DeShields it is. Brittany DeShields it yes. is. Thank you for joining me. Of course. She has, Thank she you didn't, for having me. She didn't drove up here from, uh, from Philly. Philly. I sure did. <laughs> from Philly. <laughs> So we're going to dive right in. My first thing I do is I like to do like an icebreaker. Okay. It's called this or that. Okay. You're going to tell me which you prefer over the other. Okay? Okay. All right. Mule or wedges? Uh, neither. <laughs> <laughs> a wedge. A wedge. A wedge. <laughs> um, side boob or under boob? Mm, side. Skinny. Uh, skinny leg or flare leg? Skinny. Skinny. Okay. Yeah, skinny. I do a skinny leg. Um, fedoras with the big brim or beret? Uh, beret. Beret. Okay. Yeah. See what type of girl you is. Hoops or studs? Studs, for sure. Okay. All right, cool. Yeah, I'm a so I'm going to jump right in. I want you to tell me just like a little bit about your background, mm-hmm. how you got started, mm-hmm. um, and how you became this amazing fashion designer. Well, thank you. Okay, so it started when I was in high school. Mm-hmm. Um, that's when I got my first sewing machine, and I just started sewing in my room. And I really didn't know that... Um, I was going to make a career out of it. I just knew I was passionate about it. Mm-hmm. And I come from a family full of seamstresses and sewers. So it kind of came natural. Um, then when I got into college, I started to take it more seriously. And I'm like, you know, people keep asking me to make stuff. I'm good at it. like, And I don't have any like formal training. Okay. Um, everything was self-taught. So, oh, that's what's up. Mm-hmm. So back years ago, probably like I think 2012, I launched my e-commerce site. Um, and then from there, I just, you know, just took off. Like, okay, yeah, I've been just, I've been selling e-commerce for years. And then, um, I kind of went over to selling fabric for a little bit. I had a fabric store in Philly. Oh, that's nice. Then that is what caused me to do custom because people was coming in shopping for fabric and they're like, well, could you make me a dress? So I started to do customs. Okay. Got stuck in custom for about four years. It was exciting, but. I don't know if you ever did prom season. Girl, yeah. <laughs> we going to dive season, into that. <laughs> yeah. Prom season had me in a headlock. Okay. For about four years. Um, but it's like a gift and a curse because like I love it. Mm-hmm. It's high energy. It's intense. You get to be creative. 
But at the same time, it's a headache. See, I didn't have that experience because there, I, there was no creativity in it for me because it's just like, I saw this on this celebrity and I want this. So to me, it was more of me just playing the seamstress role because every time I try to like let me design it for you, yeah. these little girls always was just like, no, I want this, 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 right. this. So right. it took the creativity out of it for me. Yeah. It was more so for me like a challenge because um, you know I had never did some of those type of dresses. So mm-hmm. when they would come to me like, oh, I want this Beyonce Met Gala red carpet <laughs> with all these ostrich feathers hanging down mm-hmm. it was a challenge so yeah, that's definitely the part I really enjoyed it because I just got to like be free and be creative so mm-hmm. but fast forward you know I'm not doing customs anymore and I started recently an agency where we do full product development so you know my with my background in fashion it kind of just you know translated into yeah it. that's what I did mm-hmm. <laughs> yep yep like I did I did yeah I did the custom thing for a long time. I got a headlock. I got in headlock with weddings too, though. Weddings and proms. Yeah, I got. I was in bridal yeah. for a hot second. I jumped right out. Yeah, I was too. I, I'm like, I oh out. no, oh no. <laughs> but you know what's crazy? I actually think that I had more prom zillas than I had bride zillas, which is crazy. Like, yeah, I had more prom zillas. Definitely. No, for sure. Me too. Me too. Yeah. And my the bridal was cool. Yeah, my my um niece actually brought me out of retirement, girl. I'm, I'm making her a prom dress, and her prom is in two weeks. Oh, girl, I ain't even started yet. I got girl. the fabric though and stuff, but I'm like, it's one. It's an easy silhouette. Yeah, I'm gonna cut right yeah. into it, and then yeah. I'm gonna fly to Chicago, and if anything wrong, I'll fix it on fix the spot. It. Yeah, yep. I'm like, only gonna wear it but one time, so I ain't, right. gonna, I ain't doing nothing extra. Right, right. <laughs> so tell me about like your, I guess, when you as how did you transition out of the custom to just like doing like your collections? Because I know that a lot of designers get kind of stuck into that segue yeah. where it's just like. They enjoy the, the a lot of the money that comes from making custom and stuff like that, but then it can be super duper exhausting, tiring and stuff like that. How Extremely. did you transition out of that? I just I just came to like a crossroads because um, I started to be unhappy with the customs, mm-hmm. and because um, it's just so draining oh, yeah. and it's a lot dealing with it, especially during prime season. So, I after like four years, I'm just like you know what, because it was take. I felt like I was putting my my main business Mm -hmm. my e-commerce site on a back burner and i'm just like this is not making sense Mm -hmm. because let's just say prom season is from january to june so that whole six months i'm not doing anything for my website no marketing no promo no nothing no new designs then after june i'm drained so i gotta take a couple of months off and then i'm not putting putting nothing new out until like september Mm -hmm. so i was only getting like four solid months to actually like, do your own thing. Yeah, yeah, and it just wasn't making sense for me. It's like you have to kind of just pick one unless mm-hmm. you have a team that can do Everything. the sewing and all of that. But, you know, I don't have a large team. I do a lot of the work myself. So I just kind of had to make a choice. Pick. And I know my heart is not in customs. So, yeah, that makes sense. Yeah. Yeah, that's what, I mean, for me, I moved out of the customs and I didn't even go into collection. I literally went into the product development. Well, actually, okay. you know, I went into teaching first. Okay. I wanted to teach it first. I really thought that I was like, let me teach some pattern, make them teach it sewing because like I don't want to do it, but I don't want to lose my skill set. Right. But I think that you know, if you do something to keep challenging yourself, like exactly. you never you like lose your skill set exactly. for sure. Exactly. So now that you you know you've you've done the custom thing, then you've done the collection. Now I do want to ask you about before we hop into like your your new venture, when it comes to being a small designer and mm-hmm. having to do a lot of that production stuff on your own. What is, I guess, some of the, how did you learn, first mm-hmm. off, how did you learn how to negotiate right. with factories, yes. and how did you know how much, I feel like I get this question a lot, how do you know how many units to make in the right. beginning and right. stuff like that so you're not sitting on stock? So I guess, what was your strategy when you started to like uh, build up your website and mm-hmm. like um, how you went about 
picking how many units you should, would right. do of something and how to work with the factories? Okay, so um, I feel like with me, it kind of came gradually mm-hmm. because, like, for the first, I would say, like, four years, um, it was just me and my mom in my studio back in Philly making everything. We made every order that came in. Okay. So I had kind of already knew like what I was selling, where my numbers were. Mm-hmm. And it was at a time where we was pushing out probably like 20 dresses a week. Oh, wow. Just me, like my mother. mom cutting them, I'm sewing them. Mm-hmm. So I had already kind of knew where it was. Mm-hmm. And then after I realized, I'm like, okay, I can't handle this. And I wanted to grow. But mm-hmm. I'm like, you can't grow if it's just you and your mom sewing True. in a studio. True. Like how long do you want to be you know, at this level? So that's when I made the decision to do production. So I just kind of based it off what I was already selling. Gotcha. I feel like nowadays a lot of people, um, you know, they don't really have experience. So they just want to go get it produced and put it up. So yeah, it is kind of like you have to guess or just see what your audience is or do like a test run. Right. Because they don't, they never had any experience in selling. Mm-hmm. For me, that wasn't the case because I was already selling. I was making everything. Right. Do y'all hear that, people? <laughs> Also, I'm like, yeah. Yeah, yeah, you have to do a test run. If you don't already yes. have a following, if you have a following and you already know what your consumer likes, then it's a little bit easier to make it products is. and to know what your units are. It is. But if you are new, you have to test the market You have first to test it. Before you start investing you'll, in units you'll end and production. up wasting and losing money. Exactly. So y'all heard yeah. it. Y'all heard it from a designer. Mm-hmm. This is what she had to do. She had to test the market mm-hmm. first. Okay? Yes. <laughs> yep. that enough. I definitely tested it a lot. And then... Once I felt comfortable, like, okay, it's time for production. Like, you can't handle all of these orders. Mm-hmm. I, it just it took me years. Like, I came to New York every week. Mm-hmm. Every week I would come to New York, meet a new manufacturer. And I just feel like, you know, when you have a positive attitude and just a good spirit, the right people are drawn to you. Mm-hmm. And I Always. just, I feel like I've been so lucky because everybody that I meet is just so helpful you know, they, they have, you know, adv- good advice. They have experience. So I've met a lot of people just walking around the streets in New York. That's what's up. Did you do your, you do your production in New York or in Philly? I do some here in New York, mm-hmm. but mainly Philly. That's what's up. Was it yeah. hard to find manufacturers in Philly? With Philly, it's kind of like if you know, you know. Gotcha. They don't really... You know, no factories do marketing or promo. Right. That doesn't exist. Mm-hmm. It's kind of like an underground thing. Right. And so, you know, I kind of just got bumped into different people. Okay. That's how I got my connects in Philly. Philly. Whereas New York, you can go on garmentdistrict.com or something. Yeah. So, because, like, you know, yeah, I, I do my, the door. You know, I do my NYC garment district tour. Yes. Yeah. You need to do one in Philly. I was thinking about that. I talked to my, my students when I was doing classes about it, and they're all interested. Yeah, you should probably do one in Philly, just so, I mean, not to say that well, New York is not a good place. Philly or bring them here. No, do it there. It's nothing really there. It's not that many of them. No. I was going to say, if you could do, like, if it was, like, at least, I would say, on average, if it was, like, five places in Philly you could take people to. It's probably, like, four Maybe four. Yeah, I was like, if you and could take them. They're not used to stuff like that. New York is hip to it. But, you know. You know, Jess does her fashionpreneur tour too. Like when she does the summit, mm-hmm. we only went to three places on her tour. Oh, really? Yeah, we went to a greater and we went to maybe okay. like two factories. Okay. So and people still pay for it because at least it's like it's something. You know, right? Like you may not be able to not, charge yeah. like a high number for it, but even just for those four you resources, you'll be able to get something. You can at least charge like at least one fifty ahead just yeah. for those four resources, like yeah. if you wanted to. For sure. Yeah. I guess because I'm like just extra so income. used to it. Mm-hmm. Right. You know, it's so always get that money. Look at me. I'm like, <laughs> 
Yeah, that's how I think about it. I'm just like, okay, it's for them. I bet you, if I can help for it. I can, if I can. Also, I'm bringing them business too, which will more than likely they'll give you better discounts right. and better rates on right. yours personal right. stuff because you're bringing them business right. too. So. But then, how do you do it if they don't like? Let's just say you take them to the factory, but they don't know where to even start. Well, I have a manual that teaches them everything, like the order operations stuff. I get that come with the tool, oh, so you okay. can create like a little digital graph or whatever. Like you do this first, like you do the grading first, then you do okay. This, so like this, you this. go to this stop, this yeah. stop, this yeah, stop. Yeah, I do mine in order you. the way you do it too. Like, oh, okay. okay. So mine start. Mine starts with the um, fabric. No, mine starts with the pattern maker. Okay. Yeah, and then like I go to fabric places on the road, but I do start with pattern making first. So I'm like, you got to have the design together. You got to have the sketch together and stuff like that. And then we, I think we go to the fabric. The first fabric sourcing place we go to is after that. And then we go to the grader. Oh, okay. So we got a pattern fabric, then grader, and then I keep repeating it and so they have more options. Yeah. So because we go to like almost like 18 places on my tour. See, that's a, yeah, lot. It's a lot. And then I go to embellishments and stuff like that, like where yes. you get embroidery printing and stuff like that done. Yeah. And that's like at the end because that's the last that's step. That's like step. all of that stuff. Right. You know, all that surfaces and stuff. But Girl, you better do that. Another, okay. another source of revenue. It's coming soon. <laughs> yeah, and then even if you want to do it in New York, I mean, like, do like a road trip. Like, you could yeah, do the I, first couple stops thinking. in um, Philly, and then but you also could do like a road trip kind of thing. So, yeah, so, that's so, nice. Now, that's your new idea. venture's happening. Yes. How is it going? How, you know, I know you, it came to you, like, let me try this. You know, the teaching, pro- the teaching, the teaching came first. Like, let me teach the yes, classes. the teaching came first. Okay. And how is that? How have you liked the teaching? I love it. Okay. The only reason I stopped is because it is belly. Okay. Um, <laughs> you know, so I've had probably like four classes already, mm-hmm. and I love it. And mm-hmm. it seems fun, like... Right? Yeah, it is fun. And they get so much out of it. And mm-hmm. I try to like... Like, I'm the type where I want people to get the most out of their money. So, Absolutely. when I do my classes, I'm teaching pattern making. I'm teaching them how to do measurements. I'm giving them free game. Like, I'm like, you know, you can go to, you know, this place in L.A. Mm-hmm. Um, here are some overseas manufacturers. And I'm just breaking down a process of mm-hmm. how you go through manufacturing. Mm-hmm. So, I give them a lot. And I, I love it. And you... Never went to school for anything. Never. See now, y'all hear that too. You don't have to go to school for everything yeah. either. Like, but what Brittany, I would say, what Brittany did is was that she hit the ground running though. Like she wasn't expecting. I'm assuming you wasn't expecting for things to fall into your lap, and you went out and you seek the things exactly. that you needed. Yeah, yeah, I didn't know. Yeah, at so all. when you don't know, you have to go seek the information. I feel like a lot of people sometimes they might sit on the computer and sit behind the computer and just like type. Whereas like you gotta hit the ground. Like you gotta go right to New York. Right. You gotta go to places like you actually have to hit the ground running because like you said. A lot of these places don't have marketing and all the other stuff. So it's, and you really got to talk to people too. Right. Like, when I'm in the garment district, I'm always like, what you doing? Me too. Right. <laughs> Me too. I'm always I'm like, bumping into people. Like, yeah, okay. always like, what you doing? Like, what zip, you know. What kind of zipper is that? You exactly. Know? Like, what do you do? Or like, let me get your card. Cause you just never know. But you, I feel like you have to hit the ground running in this business and make those connections. Cause you just never know who somebody might know. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. But you know, it's just kind of different now because when I started, I was Instagram wasn't popping. Mm-hmm. I wasn't even on, on Instagram. And when I think back to it, I'm like, well, how was I selling so much with no Instagram? But I did it. You was doing but your thing, right. But nowadays, you know, it's they just see everybody doing it. So my thing is, I feel like people ask other people before they even ask Google. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like the questions I get sometimes, I'm like, did you even type it in yeah. to yeah. Google first? Yeah. I get those all the time too. Yeah, <laughs> and I'd be like, "You should type." This. I literally write back and say, "You should type this in on Google." Yes, <laughs> yes, because the answer will pop up. Yep, it absolutely will. But so how know. is how is this new venture going for you? 
So far, so good. Okay. So like, far, you know, so I've heard that it can be, you know, a bit taxing and like rough. Mm-hmm. Um, my main thing is like trying to get them the best price mm-hmm. while I while also making money. Gotcha. And that that's a bit of a struggle for me because you gotta I pay know, somebody else. Well, most of the time, I do most of the pattern work unless um. I'm too busy or if it's something like really intricate and I feel like I don't want to spend a week on it, then I'll outsource it. Gotcha. But most of the time I'm doing the pattern work. Um, but yeah, that's, that's so far. That's my only challenge. Just trying to make sure I give them the best price, but then I can also still pocket money. Gotcha. Yeah. Because a lot of times they don't know after the fact, they don't know pricing. They don't know, you know, yeah. profit margins. So it's like, I'm thinking of all of that for them while right. trying to give them a price. Even more like the that. reason why, even though we're trying to find and give them the best price and stuff like that, you have to think about how much knowledge you're actually giving them in this process. You too. know what? That's what so my, you my friend go, tells me all the time. Yeah, because like if you're, you're, you're doing a lot. Yes, it's so, not just yes, and, and 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 you want to, you want to help because like for honestly, I used to do my garment tour for free. Like people just used to ask me, and I used to like, oh, I'm like, I'll be in the garment district later today. You could just come meet me there, and I'll show you around. And I used to do that all the time. Right. And then same way with the teaching. Like, I would heart. just do, I would just do stuff for free. <laughs> and then it was a friend of mine who told me that I needed to put a price tag on it. Yes. She was like, everything that you're yes. doing, you have to put a price yeah, tag on it. that's how you grow. Yeah, she was like, you have to. She was like, I know you just enjoy it and you just like, like helping people. But she was like, you good at it. It's a business. Turn it into a business. Right. And she was the one that pushed me to like really turn it into like a business. That's but good. You're, you do have to, you're starting a clothing line. It's not cheap. You know, and we can try our but best to make it as know. affordable as we can. But it's it's hard when you know. don't know how to do it yourself. No, it's it more is. affordable if you know how to sew. Yes. If you know how to pattern make. So that's why I always try to push that education sector because it's like I can teach you, but like me doing everything for you, you have to pay for that. Exactly. So you have to even go even higher exactly. on your prices. Because you are not only teaching at the same time, but you're also consulting. Like you're yes, doing the work. Exactly. You're teaching the work. You also have people that you have to pay. So you really got to get them prices. Like, and even though it seems like it's a lot of money, it does. That's why I, t- I take payment plans. So I do it like the bi-weekly. I used to do monthly plans too. So I realized it was killing me because it was I couldn't do my payroll with right. it. So I switched to bi-weekly plans. But if you do, it can be affordable. It just has to be in pieces. But yes. Don't under. It's and not I, cheap. My biggest piece of advice is do not undercharge. Do not undercharge. I'm anything on it. overcharge. I'm working on it. My yeah, friend over- Brandon tells me that all the time. Yeah, and it don't happen. It don't happen gradually. Like I yeah. feel like I I increase my prices slowly. Like and I'm still they still go up. Like every now and then and stuff like that. I'll take something up. Like every now it's and then. It's a lot of work. It's a lot of work. Like and I just got a consultation the other day and she's like, yeah, I want to do like ten pieces and my vibe is like time for it. I said, wait a second. Um, what's your budget? For, because <laughs> 10 pieces and she's like yeah around like 20,000 I said okay let's you got a good budget let's (laughs) continue to talk and now I made that first I asked budget first because I'm gonna be realistic with you because I ain't gonna waste my time so now I have in my consultation sheet when I do everything the first thing I ask is what is your budget and Mm -hmm. what's your your budget for product development Mm -hmm. what's your budget for production because those two different budgets two different the pattern the fabric sourcing the sample making and then the grading and the units and the bulk Buying everything is two different things, so you need a budget for both of them. Exactly, yeah. exactly. Yeah, so, and that's why, like, you know, ever since I started to promote the agency, mm-hmm. I get a lot of questions, and I did, like, a, a Q&A on the page the mm-hmm. other day, and there's so many questions that I know people are interested, and they want to do it, but they don't know 
anything about it. Mm-hmm. So I decided I'm going to do um like a webinar. Okay. Just to break down all the details. Gotcha. You know, because they don't really, they can't get grasp it. I can what. I yeah, let's yeah, do the webinar. Yeah, I can do, I can, we can do a webinar. I don't yeah. know shit about webinars, but <laughs> we could definitely do a webinar. Just and like break, break it down, down the whole process. Okay. Because, you know, my consultations are only like 150 To me, that's affordable. Um, and it's a full hour. We go over everything. And yeah. it's, it's packed. Yeah. Like, I'm giving With them information. Exactly. Yeah. Um, but some people, you know, they're they not ready to take that leap. And they just want to they have questions. So I'd rather just do that than answer 100 emails. Yeah, Absolutely. Mm-hmm. You're absolutely right. I have a FAQ section on my website. I got to answer questions. I'm, work, I'm working on it. I'm working. I on guess it. so. It took me like almost. I want to say like a good two months because it just takes so long and it's just so much information. It is. And then you're trying to figure out what words and what terms to use so right. that it's like simplified too. Right. But like somebody it, just said, I'm, I don't understand the terms. She yeah. thought I was being smart. She's like, well, ma'am, that's why I asked. And I'm like, oh, I'm sorry. I, I didn't know what I you I didn't know. Like, how do I know where you are? Yeah. So, yeah, that definitely. So, what are, I guess, what is your your long-term goals you for know, your brand and for this company? Mm-hmm. I'm very, and my mother could tell you this, but I'm always all over the place. And I don't know if it's the fact that I'm a Gemini or what, but I always say I'm going to stick to one thing, and I never do. So, I can't, I, I stopped making long-term goals. I don't know what. I don't know. I just do what I feel in a moment because I, I never thought I, I would do an agency. Mm-hmm. Um, and the only reason I'm doing it now, honestly, is because of the pandemic. Like I had a lot of time on my hands and, I, you know, people just was asking me questions. And I'm like, you know what? Now you have the resources, you have pattern makers, you have people that can do production for you at a good price that you have a solid relationship with. You know, now you can do it. And so I started to do that. So I don't know what I'll do next year. I don't know. <laughs> I really don't have any long-term goals. I kind of just go with what I feel in a moment. Okay. What? Yeah. But no, that's that's that. But then that's good because I'm. I have a lot of ideas, so I know what you mean. Like, yeah, all these different ideas and all these different things like going through your head and yeah. all these different things that you want to do. So it is good to like just like take it one day at a time. Like, okay, yes. this year I'm gonna do this, but then next year I might do yes. this. And then I told myself, I had I had put this up in the post too. Like yesterday, I'm just like, I gotta stop giving myself deadlines. I'm like, oh, I'm gonna do this by this right. time. I'm gonna do this by this time, and then it'll never get done. So when you have that kind of mentality, kind of like you know what I'm gonna do, what I feel when I when yeah, it comes to that, I just point, let it flow. Just let it flow. That is mm-hmm. great. That is good. As long as it's working, and if mm-hmm. I like it, I'm interested because I get bored fast. Mm-hmm. That's why I stopped doing the customs. But um, yeah. So far, I like I like where I'm at. I like what I'm doing, but I know that's not enough. It's mm-hmm. not enough for me. Mm-hmm. So like, once I get the agency rolling, hopefully I can you know just take on like a CEO position, and I don't have to really work, and then mm-hmm. that'll give me time to do something else. Yeah, you be. It might take you a second to get. That. I know. I've been trying to. Top my ass out my business for so long, <laughs> I, but I get drugged. Y'all back seem in. so because busy. We are like it is so Girl, hard. <laughs> every time I see a post, I just see people and patterns and fabric and fitting. We are we are busy. We are we got like no lie. We got like three hundred fifty clients. That's a lot. Over the Lanise. U.S. Yeah, it's a lot. It is. And then you got to think about all these people got what like five to twelve styles a piece. Right. So I don't know s- what I would do if I had that amount of work. Yeah. It, it's but as I was telling you right, on the phone, yeah. it took off really fast. Like so. I didn't. And, I didn't expect for it to go that right. quickly, that yeah. fast. When I was doing it, I was by myself. I was by myself, and I had yeah. one intern. And the pandemic hit, and everybody started focusing on themselves. And I think right. that's what it was because yeah, that's, I, yeah. in the beginning of January, 
I got laid off, and it was before COVID. It was just because like all the tariffs they had coming off out of China. Mm-hmm. I got laid off beginning of January. By the end of January, I think I had made like my first thirty grand. But that's because I was um I was doing them tours, and I started amping up my social media. But then February rolled around, and then March rolled around. And I'm like, hold the fuck up! <laughs> it's too much. It, it, it happens yeah, really fast. But I, I think know. it's because. People had all these dreams or, you know, during the consultations, I always hear that too. Like, you know, I really wanted to be a designer when I was younger, but my parents didn't think that it was a good career field. Now I'm going back to my dreams. And I hear that all the time. It's like this year, this, well, I'm sorry, 2020 2020. and 2021, I think that is a great year, not even a great year, it was a great year to be an entrepreneur. You know, and I think that a lot of people started to focus in and hone in on themselves. I think it opened up their eyes. Oh, yeah, I was like, I can't just have this one stream of revenue because if I only have this one stream of revenue, they can let me go at any point. And it taught you a lot about the people that you work for. They were for lowering y'all ass and they wouldn't bring y'all back. They wasn't bringing people back. So I think it was just like a combination of like everybody realizing like, damn, I really got to do something for For myself, myself. you know? And I think that's why we took off so fast. Like it just hit at the right time. And then everything that was happening in the black community and everybody really wanted to support black so that's another reason why I yes. feel like it like it was like the support black movement for sure, the, I'm for sure. On myself. everything was like all at one time yeah everything was all at one time but it, it, it when it take off and it will because it's so many creatives out there I know I just did a consultation yesterday for a doggy line Oh, that's cute. Yeah, and it was I really thought about cute. that before. Yeah, like a doggy line. So between the dogs and girl, the head wraps, the, the bags, like it's just a lot of... I just, have... I sent two people to your page yesterday because they were asking me about bags. bags I'm like, yeah. I don't do bags yet, but hit up Lanise. Girl, they do. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the bags are something else. Yeah. They are. But yeah, it went. I know that, uh, and then you already have like a big following. You have a lot of girls that are like aspiring to be right. a designer right. and stuff like that. Because that that's kind of who I speak yeah. to. I'm yeah. not the, like, you know, I talk about my work. Lot. Yeah, you got like you have that 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 young generation like oh my god I want to have a brand I want this so what do you feel like is maybe the biggest piece of advice you can give to someone who they look at you and they was like damn you know she came she had this amazing clothing line then she did customs and now she's doing this and I want to be like her mm-hmm. what would be like your piece of advice to someone that's aspiring to to be like you and to yeah. own multiple businesses and to be self taught in all honesty because you just right. said you didn't go to school so right. for that woman or that little girl what's your piece of, your biggest piece of advice. I would say um, I would give advice that I received. Um, I was in, um, I'm not going to bring that up. Anyway, the the best piece of advice that I received when I was starting out is Mm -hmm. you have to um, basically learn how to make your own garments. Mm -hmm. And that was important for me because it helped me learn each step of the process. And Mm -hmm. I just know now it's a little different. People don't have the patience for it. But if I was to give somebody advice, I would say just try to just take a couple of months, take some classes, YouTube it, because it just helps you expand your mind and you know what's going on. Mm-hmm. And I feel like you can have a better product. So I, I would just say that. Just try to see if you can um, take classes and just educate yourself on it first. And don't just try to jump in and, and ask everybody else. Mm-hmm. Learn your craft. Yes, exactly. <laughs> Learn your craft. That's that's craft. that's it right there. Yep. It's yes. on my mugs. It's yes. all over the website. Yes. <laughs> that that would be my biggest piece of advice. Learn your craft. Yeah. Lenise said the best. You know what's crazy? And everybody thinks the LC stands for Lenise Colony. It stands for Learn Your Craft. 
Really? It's, it's learning crap up here on consulting. Everyone yes. thinks that it's my name. And yeah. I'm like, it's totally not my name. Yes, yes. <laughs> I, just, okay. I just thought the why like was so too little. long. I just thought the why was too long. So I'm just like, yours like a little pronoun in between, so it doesn't matter. But yeah, it's learn your craft. It's learn craft. Yeah. Apparel consulting. And I always tell them, like, it's not Lenny's Collier Apparel consulting. I ain't that fucking dang. Right. <laughs> it's not. I am the modest Brittany the Shields. <laughs> <laughs> it's not my, it's just a coincidence or whatever. Yeah. But that's good. Like, That'd to, be my to, biggest piece. To learn, yeah. learn your craft. Yeah. Because like, it, it, it just soaks in more. Mm-hmm. Like, when you just rushing to do it and you just like, oh, I want this, make me this. It's mm-hmm. not, it doesn't really like sink in. Yeah. And I think that that is where the, some of the problematic clients will come in. So that's yes. my biggest piece of advice to you. Okay. If they're not educated that's or hard. not trying to get educated, you got to say no. Really? Yeah. You got to turn the business down. Turn be completely down. honest. I got to be completely honest. That's when you got to like turn like the business down. And I wish that I had did that a long time ago because because we have a service-based business, you do get a lot of people that get in their feelings. Like, I've had people, I had somebody show up at LC Apparel Consulting with the police before, girl, thinking that she was going to come and take something from me. I just thought it was interesting. What, take her patterns? She was going to take her patterns. She wanted to just girl. take everything. Everything wasn't finished. And I have contracts. So I'm yeah. just like, I'm not going to actually give you the stuff without you signing a contract release yeah. form. And she didn't want to take it. So if you want me to give you an unfinished garment, you're going to sign this release because the release form is going to tell you that you cannot sue me. And I've had a girl say that she was going to sue me before, but I don't back down on Fortunately, so I send my lawyer's information right over because I love litigation, baby. <laughs> yeah, so I'm fine with it. But it's like, let's say you didn't even want to go through that. Mm. I don't care about going through litigation. It's my thing because for the, for the most part, I usually be right. And I'm like, look, you don't know anything, but just the the peace of mind. Yeah, it, it, it fucks with me. I'm not gonna lie. Like it yeah. hurts me. It hurts my feelings. It hurts my team feelings. Cause like, damn, we're doing everything that we can, and that's my biggest piece. Like if they literally not understanding the terms. Don't do it. They're not getting it. All money ain't good money. Right. And, and I, it's and not I worth your piece of mind. Yeah, I've learned Let that. it go. Right. Like, especially, especially like, I've had people go come after me for $1,000, and I'm like, I could wipe my ass with that $1,000. <laughs> to be completely honest or whatever, and I would give you back your money, but you didn't got smart, you didn't threaten me now, you talking a lot of shit to me yeah, now, and, and I, I would have gave it back you, to yeah, you, in all honesty. you disrespecting me. You being disrespectful now, so now it's on principle, I'm not giving you shit. Yeah. Now you're going to take me to court for $1,000, right. and you're going to waste your time and your money, because the, the, the contract says that you got to come to New York to sue me, and you ain't even in New York, so. Let me go ahead and call that lawyer. What's her name again? Jaleesa. Jaleesa. Please. I didn't, Please. Jaleesa. Like, girl. <laughs> if I don't, that's my biggest piece of advice, Brittany, is to make sure you have everything legit and uh, legit as far as the paperwork goes. No, I know. I'm working with her. Yeah, yeah. I'm the paperwork go and then turn down them clients, offer them classes. And that's yes. what I've done. I revert to that. Yeah. If you, if I feel like you can not, tell when they're not ready. Right. If you're not ready for services, I'm going to take a step back. I've got a class plan for you. I think that you should take this first, and I think you should enroll in my mentorship package for the business. So I revert them to courses and mentorship package yeah. opposed to services because you're going to spend all this money and I could take your money and lie to you but you ain't even gonna be successful because you don't even know what you're doing you don't yeah yeah so that's good yeah tell them I'm like right tell them yeah, like no me. it's no you know what honey you need a little bit more training yeah recommend some of the stuff you used to watch on YouTube right or recommend your you classes know, I got when you back. let me see these links real quick <laughs> exactly and that and that will help you for sure without yeah doubt. yeah well so far you know it's been good I, I haven't had any clients that oh. I feel like it's just going to waste my time and be a headache and they don't know nothing. So far, everybody's excited. They, they're listening. They, when I explain it to them, they understand it. They mm-hmm. can comprehend what's going on. And they're not flinching about the price. Okay. But I, I know they're going to come. Yeah, they are. They're going to come. And then I'm going to be ready for you gonna, And then when you set a higher price point, you attract that type of clientele. Yeah, because yeah, I had, I don't, do you know who Brandis Daniel is from uh, Harlem Fashion Row? 
I don't. Okay, she's the lady who owns Holly Fashion Bowl, the ones that does a, um, she put the whole LeBron sneaker with Fee Noel and oh, Andra okay. and all them together. Okay, like, she okay. does. I had a meeting with her one day, and she's been doing this for years. She's like, I don't want to throw her age, but she's definitely up, up she's there. She's seasoned. She's very seasoned woman, okay. and she has a company called the Harlem Fashion Bowl, and I went to her retreat, and I was showing her the things that I was doing, and she was just like, your prices are too low. Yeah. And I wouldn't even be attracted to this. And then as soon as but I raised my- How would they make money, though? She told me they was when she and the crazy thing is when I raised my prices, that's when I really started to like put a dent in. Like that's when I was able to do it. When I because at first my consultations was thirty five. Now my consultations are two seventy five. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> thirty five for consult. How long was that? Last year. Think about it. I wasn't been doing. But how it long th- was the consultation? An hour. Oh girl. Thirty five. But that's how I started. Like it was like and then it was right. like it was thirty five dollars right. and then my classes were. $75. Now my classes are like $275, 300 but Yeah, that's have, about the price of my class. But now so. I have them way more. When I raised my prices is when I attracted the people that I wanted to attract. They were serious. I, and then the people who have the money for it usually have a little bit more of the education. So yeah, don't be that. afraid to raise your prices to where you need to be because those people who don't have the education... They need to go to the school. Classes. Yeah, they yeah. need the classes. The like classes. the classes are the cheaper. The classes are the cheaper version. Yeah. You know? But when it comes to the services, you want me to do everything for you. Everything. Mm-hmm. Right. Right. How, many, I, I how much money did like, you waste? Just just like right. as you, how much money did you waste? How much time did you waste when you were trying to figure things out for your from the start <laughs> to the from the start to the finish? And that's what I'm saying. You're, they're also paying for your expertise. They're paying for the, they're paying you to not to make the same mistakes that you made. Yeah. That's what they're paying yeah. for. So don't don't flinch on them prices. Yeah. Just exactly because <laughs> i i definitely i have spent the money for the l's mm-hmm. exactly you know what i mean mm-hmm. yeah that's yeah okay so what is the last thing the last segment that i have is just anything that inspires you whether it's a, a book a quote a mantra a crystal anything that just helps you keep going um honestly i think it's my mom okay oh family yes okay <laughs> me and my mom are really close mm-hmm. and um i just always have it in my mind like i'm I just want to make her proud. I want to make her happy. And I feel mm-hmm. like I haven't reached that level yet. So mm-hmm. that's one thing that always keeps me motivated and keeps me going. Aww. I just want her to, to look at me like, Britt, like you really did it. Like, mm-hmm. So I think that's, that's my main up. thing. Yeah. Yeah. I cried when I told my mama she can quit her job oh and my she God, could work for me. Uh-huh. Yeah. You know what? My mom worked for me for like three years when mm-hmm. I opened up the fabric store. Mm-hmm. My mama still works for me because like, I, cause I, cause she just won't sit down. So I asked her. I told her just chill. I got her. But then she was like, no, I want to do something. So she's my distribution manager. So all my bags and stuff are in Chicago. And she just ships things out and she's on the website and stuff. But she just want to do something. See? Yeah. That's, that's mama, the, making mama proud is the That's, that's the biggest that's the goal. motivator. Like, yeah, so yeah, that, that's it for me. The day I can retire my mom, mm-hmm. that's going to be like the best feeling. I know like I, I made it at that point. That's, what's up. Like, that's when I you know you make it. Because now I'd be like, hold on. my, uh, I might have to chop your hours this week. Chill out. <laughs> <laughs> but chill. I got you. Just sit back. I got you. <laughs> All right. Well, thank you so much for joining You're me, welcome, Brittany. Ladies. I appreciate thank you. I know you came me. a long way. I did. Me so and if you need yeah. I was like, come on, bump. <laughs> I meant to ask you too. How has it been managing all that? I know that's hard. It's a lot. I feel like I need to sit down. Okay, you might. You know, you look beautiful though. Thank you. All right. Um, so thank you yeah. guys. Um, as I always say, stay black. Peace out. Yes.